Hey, welcome to Zell's Factory, live right here on Facebook. I'm Coach Carroll. Hope you're doing well. For all of you catching the replay, make sure you hit that like, comment, and share button. Let me know what you're thinking. Share it out to your friends. We're here to help right here in the Sales Factory every day. Uh, not every day. Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, look, I hope you're off to a strong 2018. Uh, it's no, no doubt in anybody's mind, right? We're all thinking, like, can we hold on to those New Year's resolutions? But today I want to talk about something that's really important and near and dear to my heart, and that's starting a business, right? There's a lot of people that don't understand the shortcomings or the challenges that you may face when starting a business. <clears throat> And so as I had my team put together, um, you know, today's show topic, they, they said, well, why don't you just talk about, you know, what's the biggest thing that surprised you or what are, are the biggest things that surprised you early on? And I felt that was funny because business, uh, I don't, I, one thing that you'll realize the longer you're in this game, so to speak, is that it's not what surprises you in the beginning of business. It's not what surprises you in the middle I mean, fuck, I get surprised every day almost. Uh, it seems like every time you think you've got it figured out, life turns right back around and punches you in the mouth. Um, so, so you can't let that get, get you discouraged. And, and that was really one of the first topics that, that I thought we should put on is you've got to believe. You've got to believe in yourself when no one else is going to believe in you. Um, you've got to believe in your products. You've got to believe in your company. You've got to believe that what you're doing, what this mission is that you're on, is going to work. Because um, you're going to you're going to encounter things that are going to be difficult. You're going you're going to run into problems. You're going to run into roadblocks. Things that you thought were going to pan out won't pan out, and you're going to have to pivot and try to figure out some other way to 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 make your your vision work. You have to be able to believe in yourself, and no one else will. You know, I tell a story all the time about my chemistry teacher in high school and I told her that I was going to be an entrepreneur and that, uh, you know, I, I, I did, I, I wasn't going to do this chemical engineering thing. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my own business. I want to go do my own thing. She told me, DJ, you'll never be as successful trying to be an entrepreneur as you would be if you just went to college and became a chemical engineer. And that was the first chip that got put on my shoulder. And you have the same thing going on with you, right? Like there's somebody in your life that's told you you can't do what you want to do. I'll tell you a little secret about those people. The secret is that those people are pushing out onto you. They're projecting onto you what their subconscious is telling them about themselves. That's probably how I, I – that was like the, the aha moment of like that's why these haters are the way they are, right? Like I don't, I don't want to worry about what other people think about me, but at the same time, that constant, uh, that constant undertone or, or the – I mean sometimes it's your, it's your close relatives, right? Like sometimes your family might not be encouraging, your, your friends might not be encouraging, your, your – your sibling or hell, maybe even your spouse. I, I call those toxic relationships and you have to get rid of them. You have to get those people out of your circle as fast as possible because with, with those people being around, they will continue to pull you down, drag you down. Um, and you can't have that if you're going to be successful, especially starting a business. Like, listen guys, you know, 
entrepreneurship and business ownership and all this this uh, this nuance of like you know go be your own boss. It really has this like glamour that's being put on it here recently. But you have to understand that it's not easy. It's tough. Um, I was talking to a guy the other day and he's opening a barber shop and he told me, he said, you know, man, I, I'm really excited about it. And, you know, I'm, I, I get to be this business owner and you know, I ordered in all my, I ordered in all my new stuff, uh, you know, all my equipment, but, uh, the delivery guy shows up and he's like, no, bro, I'm not the installation guy. I'm not the one that's going to install your chairs and your sinks and your benches. Like, that's not me. I'm just the delivery guy. So he told me, he said it was like seven degrees outside. The the truck like backs in. They unload all these pallets out. There's five pallets, you know, out in front of this building. He was like, you know, I I really got my first taste of business ownership, man. He's like, I I put my beanie on. I zipped up my jacket. I put my gloves on and – for about four hours, man, I just packed stuff inside. He goes, but I'll tell you, DJ, once I got it in there, it was like I really saw my dreams come into fruition. I told the guy, I was like, you know, that's it's interesting because what happens in, in life a lot of times, and not just in business, this is, I think this is just the, this is a universal truth, is that it gives you a challenge and then it says, how bad do you really want this? And if you complete the challenge, then you get to see what happens on the backside of that is a realization of your dreams, of your vision. And that's what I think that guy really, you know, he did, he went through the struggle and he's seen on the backside, but you got to believe, man, you got to understand that it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen fast for one. Uh, it's not going to happen easily. So you got to believe number two, cash flow King, man, like, you know, as much as I don't like Dave Ramsey, um, cash isn't king. Cash flow is king. If you haven't read a book, um, I'm not sure if I've got it back here. It might be at my office. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki is one of the most influential books that I have read um, probably, I would say, early on, but also uh, have have read it all. And uh, let me know if you guys have read uh, – Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad. Comment below. Let me know if you've read that book. Encourage other people. If you have read it, tell tell everyone else that's watching why they need to go out and watch, uh, listen to the book or read the book. Um, but it really talks about these cash flow quadrants and how cash flowing uh, is really what keeps a business alive. It's really what allows you to keep operating, right? Because sure, if you have cash, that's one thing, but if you don't have any more flowing in, like you, you hear about these people that, that <laughs> they win the lottery, right? They win $300 million and six years later, they're fucking broke. You know, what the hell happened, man? What do you do, right? They didn't understand cash flow. They didn't understand that one lump sum is one thing, but unless you either invest that money so that it can duplicate and multiply and, and be able to factor and bring cash back to you and create cash flow because you multiplied your money, you duplicated it out, or they unless you were going to invest it into you know apartment communities or uh, other businesses create cash flow. That's what it takes. That's what it takes for survival, right? You've got to have a continuous flow of cash coming in. So a lot of times, 
you know, I, I'll consult with, you know, these landscaping guys and, and, and these contractors. And wintertime comes around, if they're in a seasonal business, they're like, man, I, I don't know what to do. You pick this up and you start building your cash flow stream for the next season. Like that, I'm so thankful that I started out in lawn care and landscaping because Jim Rohn talks about this a lot. He talks about the seasons of life, right? And he talks about how you have to plant in the spring, you've got to take care of it all summer, and you got to harvest it in the fall, but then winter comes around. And life is like that. Life will get you so jazzed up because you're planting your seeds, and then it'll get you so jacked out of your mind because the seeds start germinating and you're taking care of them and then harvest time comes and you're making your money and then some bad shit happens winter comes around and you find yourself unprepared and you and you, you might even wonder are you gonna make it like i had times where where i would look at my checking account man and i'd be like what the fuck i'm gonna do like the, the bills are going to keep coming and we're not going to have money. Like we're not going to be able to make payroll. We're not going to be able to pay these bills. And then springtime comes back around. You have another idea. You figure it out. You plant that seed, you water it, you take care of it and it germinates and it flourishes into something amazing again. And you go through the cycle all over let me tell you something. You're never going to get into a point in your life that you're bigger than the seasons. Okay. Say that again. You'll never be at a point in your life that you're bigger than seasons. What happens is you learn to plant more seeds in the spring, to take care of your crop a little better, to harvest more efficiently and stash away for the winter months that are coming up. Some of you don't get this because you're not in a, a seasonal-based business. But let me tell you, if you're in a seasonal business right now, it's life trying to tell you something. I, I fully believe that I started in landscaping so that I could learn those cycles and understand that cash flow matters. And so we have a big season. We have a, an abundance in harvest. We need to reinvest that back into creating more cash flow. That's, that's really what entrepreneurship is all about. It's about giving other people opportunity and creating cash flow. That's it. That's all you have to do. That's it. I don't care what you sell, what your product is, what your service is, what your idea is. If you can give other people opportunity, right, good karma, other people get opportunity, and then you create cash flow, like, that's it, man. You won't have any problems. Talk about something. That, don't be afraid of the debt, right? Like, and this is why I don't really like Dave Ramsey. Um, you know, he's he's gonna. I'm eventually, Dave. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna eventually get big enough where this is gonna get back to you, bro. And, and I want to have a debate with you uh, because I would have never been able to uh, get my business off the ground and grow it at the speed at which I did without debt finance. Hell, I've got a fucking meeting tomorrow with a banker uh, trying to figure out how to get some more money, like. You, you have to understand that in business, you've got to get money and then you got to spend money. You got to get money and then you got to spend money. Like, you got to create opportunities and then you got to create cash flow. And it takes money a lot of times to do that. And, and when you're starting out, you, you, like, you've got all of this shit that's been preached to you about not taking on debt, not, you know, the banks are bad, credit cards are bad, debt's bad. Let me tell you what's bad 
student debt is bad. Student loan debt is bad, right? Colleges charging $40,000 for a fucking semester is bad. What's not bad is you rolling the dice on yourself, taking the chance to actually make something happen in your fucking life by taking a little debt on. Because I had a mentor, you know, I was fortunate enough. I had a couple of Jewish mentors growing up and, um, and, you know, even one of my mentors, he had Jewish mentors, and he told me, you know, he told me this. He said, DJ, don't be greedy. If, if the bank wants to make 4.5%, 5%, 6%, 7%, doesn't matter, 9%, 12%, as long as you're making some, it all makes sense at the end of the day. Like if I know that I can buy an asset, like it doesn't matter what it is, inventory, real estate, equipment, doesn't matter. If you can buy an asset – and you can borrow money on that asset at 5%, but your net, 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 all the way at the bottom after you figure out you know, your labor and your overhead and all that, all the expenses that come into running a business, if, if the bank wants to take five off the top and you're still going to make 15 on the bottom, is that a bad deal? Because I don't think it is. Because I think, especially if you can figure out a way to automate that whole process where you don't have to touch it, that's what entrepreneurship's about. Now, let's get to the cold hard facts that not all of you watching this or not really not all the people that are in business for themselves should be in business for themselves. Like I, I, I truly believe that if you studied chess for the next 36 months, you'd probably be a lot better chess player, right? Like you, you would be able to improve on your skills. That is one of the coolest things about human beings is that we can improve our skill sets. We can study things. We can train. We can test ourselves to improve. But the problem with that is there's – I believe there's natural, God-given, innate, inordinate, uh, in, innate abilities. That's probably I don't know. I'm using I'm using seven dollar words. I need to with five dollar words. There, there's abilities that you're born with that only you possess. Like you know, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, these guys. He's great, man. Like I feel like you have talent inside of you. It's just sometimes. You, because of outside influence, maybe it was a school, maybe it was society, maybe it was your own bad idea. Like, we're human beings, we have bad ideas. I've had a shit ton of them. We chase those, and then we get to the end of the rope, and we're like, but there's got to be more. And sometimes the answer is no, there's not. You got to understand when to cut mustard. Like, when do you, when do you say, hey, this might not be for me? Right, because banging your head against the wall and, and causing stress and, and and just you know hating your life is never a place you want to be at. Right? Society is, has created this stigma that like when you get around people, check this out. Next networking event you go to, see how many people actually ask someone, "Are you happy? Like, is your is your heart full? Do you enjoy what you do? Are, are you are you living out?" life that you want to live because there's a lot of people that walk around and say no to that answer or no to that question the answer is no and so the challenge with that is is that we we focus like oh hey have you been busy hey man how's work everything going well you fucking you doing your task are you staying on the hamster wheel you have to figure out what it's going to take to make you happy 
and then fuck everybody else's rules. You have to understand that debt is not necessarily bad. It's a tool. It's no, it's no different than going up to uh, a guy that's building a house and saying, hey, bro, what are you using a hammer for? You got to use a nail gun because hammers are bad. Not bad if you know how to use them. Maybe he's more efficient. Sometimes debt's more efficient. It's way better than giving up a big chunk of your company. So, cash flow's king. Don't be afraid of debt. You got to believe. And then here's my last one I'm going to give you guys, and then we'll get roll. Keep it short today. And some of these uh, some of these shows, you know, you're listening to Sales Factory. If you're on the podcast, we're duplicating this out. Again, guys, uh, you know, Andy's going to be working on getting this stuff out here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to have this all over the place. It'll be on Stitcher, SoundCloud, so you don't just have to catch it right here on Facebook. Um, you can catch it on uh, basically any of the podcasting areas that you're going to listen to. Um, I'm listening to my man, Gary V, and really understanding that, you know, the voice thing. Alexa's sitting right over there. Um, and, you know, being able to, to play it on Alexa or to play it on your mobile device or to listen to it on SoundCloud or Stitcher or, I don't know, there's like 15 million of them out there. Uh, but we're going to take the audio from this, rip it down, and then give it to you guys in that format so that you can listen to it on the go as well. Um, I know we've got a lot of people that, that take stuff away from the show. I enjoy helping you guys. I enjoy uh, the opportunity, really, to, to give back. Um, and I think that that's so awesome. So this is just me doing that and uh, pretty pumped about it. So let's talk about the last one, CPA and legal counsel. Listen, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish um, I would have hired my CPA and my legal counsel five years sooner than I did. Um, you know, my mentors always told me, like, you know, your CPA and your attorney or your lawyer, your legal counsel, whatever you want to call them, those people, okay, those people are like your superstars. Like, the, the, like that's like your offensive coordinator and your defensive coordinator if we're playing football, right? Like, you have to understand that, that you run the company, but sometimes, man, you just got to shut up and listen to people that are smarter than you. You have to get those people in your life. You have to get people around you that are going to be smarter than you and can give you that input. So um, CPA and legal counsel was another big surprise for me. I wish I would have done it sooner. Um, I highly recommend you guys do that. Um, so, hey, listen, we're wrapping up here about 20 minutes in. Again, we're going to keep these short if I'm just on without a guest. You know, if we've got a guest on, it'll 30 minutes to an hour. Also, leave me a comment. If you think of someone that you, you know, I'd be good to connect with, if you'd like to see us, um, you know, we had Tyler Harris on last week. If you'd like to see a guest on our show uh, here at the Sales Factory that could help you out, let me know. Leave a comment below, tag them, put the name in there, um, and, and I'll have a man to reach out, and or I'll reach out to him, and we'll try to get onto the show because I really think that this is going to be something phenomenal this year, something that's going to bring a lot of value to people, really going to pick up some traction. Man, I got to give a shout out to all my uh, fans over in the UAE. The buy has been blowing it up, man. I've been getting messages. Uh, super pumped. As most of you have probably seen, if you're following me on Twitter, um, at DJ underscore Carol, I've been talking about on my 2020 world tour. Like I'm going to do 20 cities in 20 weeks in 2020. Uh, and so I'm pretty pumped about that. I'm excited. Uh, it's going to happen and we're just going to really keep building momentum over the next few years to get to that. And so we've got these like countries, these people that we're really starting to put my messages out to um, that are responding because I think it really comes down to this is that I believe that sales 
is a personal development topic, right? Um, it's not professional development because no matter what you do in life, I think if you know how to sell, you're going to have a, um, a, a higher level of self-esteem. You're going to believe in what you're doing. And listen, let's face it. It doesn't matter if you, you're, you're trying to pitch your boss on a, on, a, uh, on a raise, if you're trying to pitch your spouse on moving to a different state, if you're trying to pitch a little kid to sell you two boxes of Girl Scout cookies for the price of one, like people have to sell all day, every day, okay? Um, and so what my, my focus is is that entrepreneurship is the ability to sell. It's the ability to monetize something, right? It, again, it's creating those opportunities and creating that cash flow, and you do that by selling. Um, so I really just want to deliver that message, help people sell, help people believe in themselves, and then most importantly, learn to listen to your heart and your intuition. Um, that's something that I've really worked on here in the past 24 months with myself. Uh, I think that everything that is in the world right now is trying to tell us to go against that, to go against love, to go against you know happiness, kindness, and, and not listening to our heart, uh, not listening to our emotions. And I think that's a, a challenge that entrepreneurs face all the time is how much of my heart do I listen to? How much emotion do I put into this? And how much logic do I do? Because there's a time, right? There's a time where you got to shut the switch off and it's got to be black and white. You've got to make your decisions based on pure logic, right? But then there's also times that I think we need to open up and we need to learn to listen to our intuition um, in, in our ideas that we get in our mind. Um, someone asked me the other day, they said, DJ, how did you figure out you know, what your purpose was. How do, you, how do you find that? How do you figure that out? My question to that is always, how long have you spent trying to figure it out? Because a lot of people are like, oh, I got I to find my purpose. You know? But then they don't sit silent in the room for three hours with their thoughts. They don't, they don't think about things. They don't listen to their heart. And then most importantly, when your heart does speak to you, when your intuition does tell you what to do, you don't listen to it. You think that, ah, crazy idea. You know, ah, I don't know, man. Ah, what, what, what's, what's Jim going to think? What's, what's Sally going to think? What are my friends going to think? You have to get outside of that. We are uh, in this you know, generous, gener uh, generation of, of selfies. Um, there's such a self-esteem problem, and I think that by delivering a message of love and, and listening to your heart and following your intuition, uh, we can get past that because if we're all just so happy and full of joy and, I mean, just fucking engulfed with the fires of our, our ambition, um, nobody really gives a shit what anybody else is doing. Let's face that, right? But we're not, right? We're so, we're so exterior or external uh, – centric that we look around and we want to place judgment on everybody and really all you should really be doing is just focusing on what you want to accomplish what you want to do you know do you want to sell sneakers do you want to you know do you want to wash houses do you want to landscape do you want to like do you want to coach people do you want to speak on stages like i'm so passionate passionate about being a public speaker um and it blows me away when people are like dude i don't know how you would do that like it would it, i would piss on my leg and i'm like i wish i could only do that. I wish I could never leave the stage. I wish I could only inspire people because giving back and pouring into someone uh, is just so amazing. And so when you're focused in on your business, what you want to do, what's going to really make you happy, 
That's what I want you to go all in on 110%. And listen, it's not going to be easy. There's going to be days where you're like, fuck it, man. It's not worth it. I'm going to give up. Listen, no matter the adversity, you never get better by quitting. Never. The guy that quits doesn't get any better. He's done. Goes in the opposite direction. You have to understand that when you start going forward on a journey, that there's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be monsters that you've got to overcome. There's going to be bad things that happen to you. That's just life, man. Bad shit happens to good people. But if you can persist past that and push on, you'll be able to reach a certain place in life that many people never get to experience. And that's what I want for you. That's why we've got the sales factory. That's why I'm going to come to you every Monday at 4 p.m. You know, last week I was upstairs. The day I'm, I'm here in my apartment. Um, you know, who knows? One day I might be on a, on a yacht doing the show. Uh, but I just want you guys to understand that, that you've got greatness inside of you. That if you'll believe that that strand of DNA lives inside of you, then you're halfway there, man. That's the piece of the puzzle that most people can't get over. Uh, Believing in yourself and, and following that intuition. So, hey, appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks so much. We'll catch you next week again. If you know somebody that you'd love to see on the show, make sure to tag them in the comments. Make sure you've liked the Coach Carroll page if you haven't already, and click that follow and see first where you guys get all my updates. If you missed it today, we use the Monday motivation. Um, but, you know, on every Monday, we do Monday motivation. We bring in the Sales Factory Live right here on Facebook, and then we duplicate that out into uh, all our other platforms. So, uh, hope you guys are doing well here's to a great rest of the week and here's to an awesome 2018 see you guys soon